Welcome to the Green Hospitality Podcast. Green Hospitality is an organisation with a primary mission to encourage businesses to work together and bring about innovative solutions to achieve the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Join us as we interview practitioners, experts and academics, providing bite-sized advice on how to improve environmental, social and governance performances in the hospitality and travel industry. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Hospitality Podcast about the use of plant-based materials. My name is Lucia Lopashova, the Executive Director of Green Hospitality, and I will be a host of this episode. Today, we will talk about materials that can replace plastic. With the rapid increase in population during the last 50 years and the fast-growing pace of East Asian economies, plastic is ubiquitous, especially within the region's rapidly developing tourism and hospitality industry, where it has become the ultimate material for guest convenience at a lower cost. In contrast, knowing the fact that besides its benefits, plastic causes a lot of serious consequences to the environment, plastic waste created by hotel amenities are often rotting in landfills or even worse, end up in the ocean. With rising awareness among travelers, an increasing number of hotels are taking steps to fight pollution caused by amenities. The alternative is to use more eco-friendly hotel amenities. We invited JP Lislet, Managing Director of Verdanti Hong Kong and Asia area, to share with us their experiences of providing plant-based food and beverage packaging products, as well as hotel amenities. Hello, JP. My name is JP Lizo, and I am the co-founder and managing director of Verdantly here in Hong Kong and in Asia. We are an organization that supplies food and beverage products and room amenities for the hotels. All of our products are designed down to the very last detail, down to the bristle of the toothbrush, down to the potato starch ink that we use. They're all designed so that if they end up in the ocean, they secrete zero toxins. We supply most five-star hotels in Asia. We're predominantly based in Hong Kong and yes, we serve Asia. Why did you start Vedantly and what has inspired you to run a business with these plastic-free products for hotels specifically? I have always myself really been enthusiastic about writing business plans and becoming an entrepreneur. I really did that on the side of my hotel career. For about 12 years, my partner, 15 years, we both worked in hotels for like, climbing up the ranks, if you will, through operations, both in F&B. We've been lucky enough to work for the most reputable brands in the world in multiple locations. Motivation for Verdantly really started when we were made, towards the end of our hotel career, when we were made in charge of the CSR direction of the hotel, the decisions of the hotel. How do we become more green? How do we eliminate more plastic? This really started with two products. It was really the straw and the stir. How do we replace these and eradicate the plastic? We were sent on a mission to do that. During our research for these two or so months, we just found a couple of problems. We were dealing with way too many suppliers, with a lot of green washing as well. They also had very questionable prices. Some items were 10 times the price. Some items were questionably cheaper than plastic. And more importantly, a lot of the products were unauthentic. We only found that out after doing our first purchase, for example. So a lot of these products for the straw, for the stir, were actually sold as 100% plant-based. 100% potato starch. But we found out that they actually had 50% of plastic in the product. So this is really how we started to trickle around with the idea of creating Verdantly to make things green within the hospitality sector, within the five-star hotel sector. How could we bring 
authentic products to a hotel in a one-stop shop format. Fantastic. Thank you so much. This is really interesting. And you found out that a lot of these products were not authentic. They still contain plastic. Your products are plant-based ingredients in them and are certified. What does it mean to be a plant-based ingredient or material? And what kind of certifications do you have? The certifications that we use are common ones, TUV from Austria, for example, ISO, OK Compost. It also really depends what the hotel client is requesting. Yes, we rely on having certificates for every single product to prove that there is no petroleum ingredient in any of our products that we sell. So when we review products, sometimes we do get a certificate from a manufacturer or a partnering manufacturer. We have a certain standard, obviously. If if there's petroleum plastic in them, we do not accept that product. We don't carry it on. the certification is something that we use and something that hotels demand more and more with every product that they buy from us. Um, so it is primordial to have it part of our identity. To answer your second question, what is plant-based? This term has been thrown around the past five years. It really took more of a track on the past three years for the hospitality sector. For us, plant-based really means that it is a product that is authentic, 100% made from plants without any polymerization, in a sense, without any petroleum ingredients added to them. And they are basically products that when they are released in a natural environment will completely disintegrate within 180 days without leaving any toxins behind. Verdantly's products are 90% made out of sugarcane. Some are made out of wheat starch. But plant-based to us really means using byproducts. And byproducts are, in the example of sugarcane, is actually used for the sugar industry. What is left from that is the bagasse. And this is the byproduct. The bagasse is most of the time incinerated, burnt, or just thrown away. We're essentially using a product that is going to waste, therefore is deemed a byproduct. This is also why we don't create or use any craft paper, because as much as everybody loves the FSC certification on the paper products, these paper products still use a lot of PLA waterproofing within the F&B Tupperwares. The PLA that everybody is getting to know lately, PLA is polylactic acid, which is in very simply put, it is 70% plant-based, so maybe sugarcane, maybe wheat starch. And then 30% still has polymer added to it, still has plastic. This is something that we don't use today in our products. We say no to PLA, no craft paper. We stick to byproduct, plant-based. Fantastic. That's really inspiring. It's really nice to see that using byproducts and something that will be anyways wasted can be repurposed into something useful. I'd like to now transition a little bit to your success stories or talk about your success with your brand and with your product. How did you select the first hotels that you worked with? Which hotels are you predominantly working with? Do you have any specific also criteria, the ones that you pick and you want to work with, or you are just going one by one, talk to them, or you're not first betting on those that are more open to sustainability? Or have you been also successful to open some doors where previously there were no sustainability Mm -hmm. practices in place? The whole hospitality movement towards becoming sustainable really took a foothold about two years ago where every big name hotel, the Mandarins, the Marriott's, the Swires, Peninsulas, Rosewood, etc. have all given themselves a goal to actually eradicate plastic from their properties. For us, about 65% of, of our customers already had an interest to go plastic free. For many, it took a little bit of a longer time for them to adapt it. 
adapt to it because of cutting costs, COVID, the epidemic, and et cetera. The way we started is with the contacts that we accumulated during the years. Hotel GMs, F&B directors, room directors, people we've worked with, people who have climbed the ranks, people that we have worked very closely with. We really started with these gentlemen. And really a second point to it is myself and my partner come from a very good school only because it has one of the best hotelier network. Until today, we've done zero marketing for the company just because we've had previous contacts, but also this network of 20,000 alumni from our hotel school that we've utilized. This is how we've approached hotels, how we've ended up in corporate offices and really trying to make the sustainability, their sustainability goals come to fruition. And how about the other ones, that those that have not yet had any sustainability practices in place? You mentioned that about 60% of your current customers already knew more or less about sustainability or had mm. the plan to eradicate plastic. How about the other 40? Was it hard to get your foot in the door? And what strategies did you use? I think for the remainder of 40%, really, these are the other hotels that have sustainability goals in place that are waiting for the pandemic to stop to have better top line revenue to adopt it. But we've still approached those hotels. We've still presented our products. They know about us. And with many of these 40% or so hotels that know about us, it usually takes a couple of more months, three months, six months to actually make a decision. Because now what's really important to note is I don't really think the hotels have a choice anymore. More, whether to stay with plastic or not. The movement to take care of, of this earth has only been further pushed forward with what's happening in the world, global warming, the pandemic, etc. We have to take care of. There is a byproduct to every single activity, basically, that we do. The hotels don't have a choice today because when we were working in hotels two years ago, it came to a point where we had so many customers come into our different bars, our restaurants, and would actually sit down and be and order gin tonic. And a straw would come with the gin tonic. Most of the time, they would just stand up, not even touch the drink, and just walk away because of the plastic straws. The same thing would happen with the rooms as well. When a customer goes in a room, he takes a picture of the room amenities, and that usually ends up as a TripAdvisor comment. I promise you that at every 9 a.m. meeting with the GM, etc., all these TripAdvisor comments are taken very, very seriously. A change is done right away from the top of the hotel, really. This growing movement is only growing bigger and bigger and bigger that this 40% or so hotels that are left will need to change and become more sustainable to have more patrons come back to their hotels. That's an interesting point from an, and an insider point from your end, seeing that the push from the customers can really make a change. Some of the guests would openly these days complain or point out that they don't wish to have the plastic amenities or plastic components either serve the straw or having plastic amenities in their room. So have there been any positive response to your products? Have you have had any feedback from the hotels that have started using your products? Did they come back with some feedback either themselves or the feedback that a guest provided to them on the new amenities that they have implemented in their hotel? Our clients have been impressed because we have a very strong eye for detail and we deliver our promise every step of the way. Our product line follows three key pillars in a way. If those three pillars are, we try to stay as of the five-star aesthetic. We try to have products that are very operationally savvy and we have products that are completely eco. I say the five-star appeal aesthetic because all of our products are made in white. All of our room packagings are nicely labeled in the front and in the back. 
packets, all the ingredients of the contents of the product is written down as well. The second point is our products are operationally savvy. We don't carry any rice straw. We don't carry any paper straws because we don't want the hotel customer to have that negative experience where your straw becomes flimsy in your drink and you need to ask for another straw. Or worse comes to worse, the rice straw changes the taste of your drink. Operationally savvy also because all of our Tupperwares are delivery proof. So they can move in a motorbike without spilling. They can survive the microwave process, obviously. And also for more specific market, more of the catering. In catering, they use a lot of hot cabinets. Our takeaway items really need to last four to five hours in a very humid cabinet, the opposite of a fridge, if you will. And finally, they are as eco as possible. As I mentioned, we use no PLA, no craft paper, and we genuinely do as much as possible to eradicate plastic in any shape or form. Great, fantastic. What has been the impact of your work so far? So would you know how much plastic your customers collectively have been able to cut by using your materials and your product? We are within 15 hotel groups today, but what we've been able to achieve so far is that we've cleaned about 8,500 kilograms of ocean plastic. I'll explain that in a bit. And by buying our products, our customers have diverted about 6,000 kilograms of ocean plastic from going into the sea by buying our plant-based product. So that's a total of 14,500 kilograms of plastic saved so far. When I say we clean, they've helped to clean the ocean plastic, the physical ocean plastic that is present in our oceans today. That is made possible because we have a partnership with the Seabin project in Australia. So for every purchase that is made with us, reinvest 3% of the top line revenue of that sale into cleaning up the oceans. So just to paint a clearer image, that is about 4,500 kilograms or 9 9,000 kilograms of ocean plastic if you buy a year worth of room amenities with us at no extra expense on the hotel. That's very impressive. Thanks for elaborating on that. I'd like to ask more about the challenges that you have faced when working on your mission. So what were the main ones and how did you overcome them? So what were the challenges of starting Verdantly and put your foot in the door well, there are really two main challenges of the pandemic that came in that I mentioned earlier. Obviously, that affected the business. The room amenities side of the business slowed down, obviously, because there was less occupancies in the hotels and it was just staycations. But the way we found a solution to that is increasing, obviously, the F&B side of the business and looking for even better solutions on that front. The second issue at the moment is really with all the hotels that we supply today, we've really been impressed with, for example, the Mandarin, the Swire Hotels, because they've really been the front runners of adapting to sustainability. Price was never really an issue for them, even if our products are at 5% to 10% more expensive, to tell you honestly. Also because of the pandemic, they have had no issues really in adapting to become sustainable with us. In the case of bigger hotels, much bigger hotels that have multiple brands under them, it's been a little bit difficult for property to adapt to what the corporate office wants. So in short, corporate hotels a says by 2021, we will go entirely plastic free. But when it trickles down the hierarchy, down to the hotel property franchised owner, he usually has the last say. And most often than not, he's actually put in front of him three quotations, let's say F&B or room amenities. And these three quotations, yes, there's a completely plastic free version and there's a plastic version on the other end. And because of the pandemic, the need to cut costs and things like that, we've had the challenge of competing with plastic and making these franchised hotels 
to change their mind. The solution today is a matter of just waiting, waiting for the pandemic to pass, but really making sure that we stay on their mind, that when they're ready to make the switch to plant-based products that actually completely biodegrade um, into the ocean and will definitely attract more customers to their property, will be a phone call away. Thank you for elaborating on that. That was really interesting. I've got another question regarding the challenges. Do you think a completely zero waste supply chain is ever possible in this industry? To be very honest with you, Lucia, I think we're quite far from it. There's a lot of stakeholders. There's a lot of moving pieces to the puzzle, if you will. I think we advertently really focus, being young, we really focus on eradicating plastics and getting closer to it as much as possible and really propagating it to the hospitality sector, the hotels, the restaurants, the cruise ships, the airline. And we're really focused on perfecting that as much as possible. And again, I think it falls down really to the franchised hotels and trickling down the message and the importance that our future actions as hotels need to encapsulate the CSR movement, reducing carbon and removing as much as plastic from our property and doing these actions. But yes, I'll stand with my point. I do think we're still far from it. But like anything in life, you need to put one step in front of the other. Eventually, we'll get there. Thank you very much. So what are the future plans for Berantli? What other products are you looking to bring to the market? Oh, we have so many, so many different products. That's uh, so many different ideas, so many innovations that we want to do. I mean, it's really part of becoming an entrepreneur. It's you have a blank sheet of paper in front of you and you want to control that ambition and really try to focus on specific products. Today, what we're really focusing on is to push the room amenities this year and next year as much as possible. So my partner has left and is now in Switzerland where our hotel school is placed and he's going to open up the market to Europe and start with the room amenities before we start selling F&B items. We're really focusing on the sale of room amenities because we do believe that is a very, very large polluter as well. We want to get into the brands over there in Europe as well. And then eventually in the Americas and the UAE. A second point that we are highly interested in, we've done the research and are almost ready to establish this decision. We want to control the production and the cost of the raw material. Since COVID started, the raw material of everything has been has shot up. Even metal, sugarcane, wheat, um, all materials have gone up. Being partly Filipino myself, actually, we are in discussion with a sugarcane plant in the north of the Philippines, which would be quite near to Hong Kong, to take their bagasse and in the Philippines produce bagasse paper. This bagasse paper can be sent to our factories in China, Taiwan, and Indonesia to produce the F&B side of things. Thank you so much for revealing all these exciting plans. What is the most innovative plastic-free product that you have ever made or found throughout your journey? The product that I would like to shed light on is a product that people don't usually focus on, and that would be hotel slippers. Because aside from sourcing sustainable cotton for the slippers, people don't realize that, yes, there is synthetic foam for the comfort of your slippers still inside. The slipper, most often than not, there is also a rubber plastic um, sole that you walk on, and that's also made out of plastic. We've been actually surprised at how much we could change that. So what we've done with these hotel slippers is we've re replaced the synthetic foam with actual sponge from the ocean. It's a sea sponge, so that adds to the comfort when you step on your slippers. And for the rubber sole, for the grip of the slipper, we use natural tree rubber, or we use what we call jute material, which is cork, same as your wine bottle. We've really focused on these hotel slippers to make them as eco as possible. And again, if they end up in the ocean, to disintegrate within 180 days. 
so that was our episode of today about using plant-based materials for hotel amenities. And I'd like to thank again our speaker, JP Liza, for sharing his experiences with us and his thoughts. I hope that you found the content interesting. And if you would like to know when the new episodes are released, please subscribe to our podcast channel on Green Hospitality website. See you next time.